service. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about my Tacovas cowboy boots. I picked them up while I was in Austin, Texas. I had this event I had to go to that night. It was a formal thing. I had this idea of what I was going to wear, but I needed the one extra thing. And I was like, aha, Tacovas. There's a Tacovas here in Austin. The dudes who worked at the store were great. I found the exact boot I was looking for. This boot is called the Dylan. I got it in midnight black. I wore them to this formal event. I had on a suit. And then tonight, I'm going to wear them with jeans to my son's baseball game. These things are amazing cowboy boots. They're super comfortable, and I can tell already that they're going to last for a long time. A couple things you can do here to check out Tacovis. If you can, stop by your local Tacovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two. The experience is awesome. You can shop all the new styles. You're going to smell that fresh leather in the store. The friendly staff are going to be at your service. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make you feel like a rock star. A lot of the Tacovis stores have these leather custom branding services to make your boots truly personalized. They put on regular live music and events. It's an awesome in-store experience. So if you have the opportunity to check out a Tacova store, I highly recommend it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges. And they ship right to your door. Go to tacovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up. She's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Catherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katherine Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. You guys need to watch this video. It's a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash disgraceland. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode.
Good morning and happy Monday, Discos. Welcome to our new weekly advanced mini episode, the first communique of the week between you and yours truly, the place for us to set the table for everything we're going to be discussing and listening to this week, specifically this week's full episode of Disgraceland on Jimi Hendrix coming tomorrow, as always, on Tuesday, as well as any and all music news relevant to Disgraceland and its many subjects. And of course, this is where we start the conversation that we continue over voicemail, text, social media, and in our Thursday bonus episodes. All right, it's Jimi Hendrix week here in Disgraceland. Jimi Hendrix was born on November 27th, 1942, and died on September 18th, 1970. Our Disgraceland episode we're dropping on Jimi Hendrix is set largely in 1969, and the number one song we reference in the episode from that time is Love Theme to Romeo and Juliet by Harry Mancini. The number one song in America today the day of this recording is Last Night by Morgan Wallen. In May of 2020, Morgan Wallen was arrested for public intoxication outside Kid Rock's bar in Nashville, Tennessee. In May of 1969, Jimi Hendrix was arrested for possession of heroin and hashish at the Toronto International Airport. Both musicians would survive their arrests, and you can hear all about what happened to Hendrix when the episode drops tomorrow. As for Morgan Wallen... Are you a fan? Were you a fan before the racial slur incident, but are not anymore? What was the racial slur incident, you're asking? Well, in 2020, TMZ posted a video of Morgan entering his home and referring to one of his friends with the N-word. And afterward, a whole lot of things happened to the dude. None of them good. Most notably, uh, Morgan was suspended from his record label. He apologized, spent a couple months in the darkness, and emerged in 2021 to perform two songs at the Billboard Music Awards, whereupon he was said to have rocked and was forgiven publicly by Diddy, who was hosting. And Diddy said that he was, quote, uncanceling Wallen and that, quote, love does not rock like that. And that he, Diddy, was there to, quote, forgive, to unify, to celebrate and to have everybody be free. Morgan Wallen's third album, One Thing at a Time, was then released a couple months ago, uh, back in March 2023, whereupon his single Last Night began storming up the charts and has been at number one for nine weeks now. What do you guys think of Morgan Wallen? Do you listen to him? Do you love his music? Did you stop listening to him? Have you forgiven him? Will you forgive him? It's a long time, fascinating question. Can you separate the great art from the less than great actions of the artist? 617-906-6638 to leave me a voicemail with your answer. And of course, you can text me to let me know. Um, Also, you can hit me up, as you know, at DisgracelandPod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Moreland Wallen is a country star, country artist, of course. He's crossed over, but country is where the dude's bread is buttered. I'm not sure what this week's subject of Disgraceland, Jimi Hendrix, thought of country music, but he did spend some time in Nashville as a young musician. It's where he formed his first band, The King Casuals, great name, by the way, and where he made his bones with, as you would suspect, some pretty serious musicians. And... Earlier this year, in January of 2023, the Country Music Hall of Fame honored Jimi Hendrix with a new digital exhibit. Uh, What would Jimi Hendrix's country music phase been like had he lived? I'm sure he would have had one. I'm sure that would have happened at some point. Uh, Maybe the answers lie in the upcoming episode of Disgraceland on Jimi Hendrix, but that's for you to find out when you listen. That drops tomorrow. But right now, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back in a bit with more stuff that you're not going to want to (laughs) miss.
Okay, listen, if you're one of the few people out there who's new to podcasts, new to Disgraceland, new to true crime, if you have not already listened to the wildly popular and hysterically funny and informative podcast, My Favorite Murder, hosted by my friends Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark on the Exactly Right Network, then what are you waiting for? You got to check out My Favorite Murder in each episode. They're going to tell you stories about infamous serial killers, cold cases, incredible survivor stories. And listen, these guys are wildly popular for a reason. They have an incredible chemistry. They're hysterical. They're smart as all get up. And you're instantly going to feel like they're long lost friends. They've got great new episodes on the subjects I've already mentioned, but they've got this whole treasure trove of back episodes, including well-known stories from true crime and music history, like the deaths of Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen, the murder of pop singer Selena, and now the infamous story of the cocaine bear. I've known Karen and Georgia since the beginning of my sort of foray into podcasting. They've been heroes of mine. I was on their podcast in March of 2022 to share my hometown story about a prison break party that I attended in high school. Uh, and they told me it was one of their most popular episodes. So you can check that out as well. Listen to My Favorite Murder wherever you listen to podcasts. Brand new episodes drop every Thursday. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Okay, everybody. Elsewhere in the world of music from the perspective of Disgraceland. Britney Spears, who we covered, as you know, or most of you know, I'm guessing. For those who don't know, I'm letting you know now. Britney Spears, who we covered with two episodes in season 10, uh, recently publicly declared that her favorite song from her catalog is The Hookup from 2003. Uh, Britney's second favorite song, Get Naked, parentheses, I have a plan. That might be my favorite Britney Spears title, but Toxic is my favorite song if I have to pick. Uh, What's your favorite Britney Spears song? Do you even have one? Did you care? Either way, let me know. Let's talk. 617-906-6638 at Disgraceland Pod on the socials. Other Disgraceland subjects in the news this week. Tupac was posthumously awarded with a star on Hollywood Boulevard last week. Uh, Long overdue. 
Lots of stars on Hollywood Boulevard. You're going to walk down Hollywood Boulevard, you're going to see lots of names you don't recognize. You're going to see lots of names. You're like, how the fuck did that guy get a star? Answer is, I think the answer is they pay for it. I think that's how it works. You got to make a donation or something to the city. I'm not exactly sure. If any of you know, hit me up and let me know. 617-906-6638. Not to diss on Tupac or his family. I don't know what's going on there. It seems like this should have been done forever ago. Does Biggie have a star? He should. I mean, come on. Um, either way, I'm sure his family's pumped about it. Pretty cool. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't suck to have, you know, a star on the fucking Hollywood Boulevard Walk of Fame. Uh, Tupac was, of course, featured here in Disgraceland in season one and then again in season seven with a separate two-part episode. Uh, question, Disco's, where does Tupac sit in the pantheon of hip-hop artists? All right. When I released the first episode, it was, a, it was an episode where I kind of covered two artists in one. It was on Tupac and Biggie in season one. Uh, this was my first Tupac and Biggie episode. It's a really hard episode to do. It was, I remember I, um, the night before, the day before it was supposed to come out, I called Sean Cahalan, who was uh, mixing and engineering for us and still is to this day. And uh, I just fucking blew up his world and I, I still feel bad about it. But I hated the vocal take so bad that um, I told him to halt and I told him I was going to uh, re-record the entire thing and we were going to have to remix the entire thing in uh, less than, at that point, it was like 16 hours or something before it was due to go out. And like a champ, Sean did it. Uh, but something about that episode never sit right with me. It was always very hard for me to express what I was trying to express in that episode. The format was still new to me. It's why uh, what I found out was it was so hard because there was just so much story and it was so hard to do in 30 minutes. That's why later in season seven, I went back and I dedicated a full two episodes on Tupac and then again, a full two episodes on Biggie as well. But in that first episode, um, back in season one of Disgraceland, I gave my opinion that I thought that Big, that Biggie was uh, a better MC than Tupac. And of course, I took all the shit, uh, which is understandable now. Then I wasn't ready for it. I didn't, I didn't know why. I'm just like, hey man, it's just my fucking opinion, you know? But um, lots of people got pissed off about it. And I get it. You feel strongly about the artists that you love. I totally understand. Um, but I still believe it. I still believe Big was better. Uh, but, but where does Tupac sit in, on the Mount Rushmore of hip-hop MCs? Is he even on it? What are your top five? Who's on your list? Big? Jay? Jay-Z? Nas? Who? Ice Cube? Uh, Chuck D? How far you want to go back? How recent you want to go? Top five hip-hop MC, 617-906-6638. I ask, I ask not just to stoke the conversation, but because I legitimately want to know. You know, I, I'm not as into hip-hop. I mean, I'm into it, but I'm not as into it as I am rock or punk or hardcore or anything. It's clear, right? But I want to know what you guys what you guys think, because I, I have my take on this, and I'll come back and I'll let you know. I'll, I'll put together a top five. I'll come back next week, and I'll let you know what I'm thinking. I need to think about it a little bit. I don't think Tupac is on the list, on my list anyways. Is he on yours? Top five hip-hop MCs, 617-906-6638. Uh, leave me a voicemail or send me a text message and let me know. Uh, maybe Tupac himself will call in. 
He is alive, after all. All right. Uh, this week, June 18th, on this day, back in 2011, Disgraceland subject Amy Winehouse was booed off stage in Belgrade due to a horrific, horrific, like, fall-down, disastrous performance. Uh, this was the beginning of the end for Amy. Some people knew it then. Others didn't. Others were first starting to find out. Uh, we get into this story back in season four. It's there for you. I'm just letting you know. June 18th is coming up. That's the anniversary of this fucking disastrous show. And it's, you know, it's a reminder. It's a reminder that that Amy Winehouse episode is there for you in Disgraceland in the archive if you have not heard it. Uh, season four. All right. Um, what else is happening? What else is happening? Okay, going going back a couple weeks here. June 2nd, 2023. The Mighty Foo Fighters released their latest album, and I gotta say, it is pretty damn awesome. Um, I can't stop listening to it. Yeah, I went to see them a couple weeks ago at Boston Calling. They put on a great show, as they always do, but super emotional for reasons you can understand, I'm sure. A new record's called But Here We Are, and it's everywhere. You know, I don't need to hype Foo Fighters, right? They're like, you know, everyone knows who they are, but I'm telling you, this record's great. It is emotionally backed. It is resonance. It is resonating with me. Um, there's something about listening to a guy work out the turmoil of his life and his grief and everything that he's gone through in the past, however many, 12, 18 months and having to work all that out um, in the medium of, of popular music that is just fascinating to me. It's uh, it's gut wrenching and and it's just uh, I'm just I'm just fucking wired into it for that reason alone. And the songs, of course, are awesome. They're what the Foo Fighters are, are known for. And so check that out. All right. But here we are by Foo Fighters. It's out there. And, you know, uh, also, I say this as a way to just sort of shamelessly mention that uh, this week, a couple days uh Thursday in the Disgraceland bonus after party episode, I'm interviewing the Foo Fighters Chris Shiflet about his new double Elvis produced podcast, Shred with Shifty. So there's that. You can check that out too. Okay, so as you know, Disgraceland, music and true crime, that's our side of the street. Um, I want to use these episodes to look in, you know, there's so much there's so much that goes on in the world of criminal activity with musicians, as you know. A lot of it from the world of hip-hop on a regular basis. Um, there's a lot to talk about. I get hit up all the time about modern-day artists that are getting into trouble, um, doing things that are causing them to end up in jail or in court. Some of it truly horrific, some of it truly silly. Um, a lot of times with the modern stuff, my idea, my take is to just kind of sit back and let this stuff kind of, let these stories actually become stories let them develop right i'm not i'm not about i'm not about diving into the here and now right now and coming up with some hot take or or trying to be all nancy grace about this is that her name nancy grace you know the chick the true crime chick the true crime lady <laughs> she's been around forever anytime anything happens she's on the news not trying to do that but i am trying to just tap into this a little bit um and and have something to say to the people who are hitting me up, right? So uh, I'm going to hit it in these episodes, okay? So for Music and True Crime this week, there's there's actually, it's a bad week for it. There's not a lot to talk about. Some hip-hop artists I've never heard of, though that doesn't really matter. Some dude by the name of Blueface 
was arrested over his role in a robbery, arrested while attending court for attempted murder charges. How does that work? Blueface, look out, man. Sounds like you in trouble. All right, uh, what else? Jay-Z. Jay-Z was in the news here. He won some lawsuit over some cologne. Uh, looks like it was only a couple mil, but a couple mils, a couple mil. It's a little more mil to put on your pile of bill, I guess, right? You go, Jay-Z. Dua Lipa's copyright infringement charges over her song, Levitating. They, those charges were dropped. You know, this, the Ed Sheeran thing just happened. This thing needs to end, man. It feels like every week another pop star is being sued uh, for supposedly stealing from some, some unknown songwriter. And I get that there are strong cases of copyright infringement, but it just feels like right now this stuff is piling up and uh, it feels like people are being opportunistic about it and without knowing anything about this case, right? So I'm not pretending I know anything about it. I don't. I just saw the headline and I just had a reaction to it. But without knowing anything about it, I'm happy to see this go away. We need a little break. I'm sick of waking up every week and reading a new story on the internet about some huge pop star uh, stealing the melody from someone that no one's heard of before. Not to say that that doesn't happen. It does happen. Sometimes it happens on purpose. Sometimes it happens by mistake, but it just seems to be happening too damn much right now. And I don't think there's some conspiracy amongst mega pop stars to just go out and steal IP from people. What I think is happening is closer to the truth is that there are only so many fucking notes a man can play or a woman for that matter. And melodies are just in the air, man. There's, there's only so much you can do with it. And sometimes something is familiar, just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's stolen. It needs to be litigated and millions of dollars need to be spent in court. It's just fucking silly. Okay. All right. So I'm happy to see that one go away. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a quick break. Come back on the other side with some of your emails. I'm going to answer those and I'm going to give you some disgrace land predictions for the week. All right, guys, we're back. And just so you know, I'm going to use these uh, these mini episodes here as a forum to address your emails to respond to you guys. And I'll keep the voicemails and those responses and the text. I'll keep all that in the after party bonus episodes. But in these mini episodes, we'll get into some emails here. So this one here from Elizabeth Davis says, uh, as the subject says, my question is if you will re-upload your after show episodes about the Sex Pistols. I really liked them when you first uploaded them, and I'd love to hear them again. Your after show episodes are always enjoyable. Um, well, they're up there. Uh, yeah, they're there. I haven't, I haven't gotten rid of them, Elizabeth. You should be able to find the after party episodes, the bonus episodes that you're mentioning, um, in the disgrace land feed. They're there. They come out every Thursday and we've got the, and we've got these here mini episodes coming out Monday. So schedule from now on, just so Elizabeth and everybody else knows Monday, you get this here mini episode to tee up the week. Tuesday, you get yourself a full episode of Disgraceland. Thursday, you get yourselves the after-party bonus episodes. That's it. From here on out, we are rocking and rolling, always on. All right, this one, this email comes from Robert Gruber. Subject, Disgraceland is number one. Message says, congratulations, Disgraceland is now number one on my personal list of favorite podcasts. Thanks so much for all the new episodes and also for the Badlands podcast, which is currently number two in climbing on my list. I very much appreciate the hard work, talent, and research that goes into each episode. I'm a big music nerd from way back. I've read so many biographies and watched countless documentaries, so Disgraceland and Badlands are right up my alley. 
Robert goes on to say, if I were ever bold enough to suggest a topic for Disgraceland, I would recommend Gene Vincent. Talk about an amazing, fucked up rock and roll life. I've been rereading Race with the Devil by Susan can't pronounce her last name. I'm going to go for it anyways. Van Heck. And the dramatic tone she sets in her narrative reminds me of Disgraceland. All right, man. I like this. I like this a lot. This is a good email. Thanks, Robert. I'm going to check this out. Gene Vincent, huh? Uh, Robert here. Appreciate the email, man. Keep it coming. All right. Let's go with this one from, uh, let's see. This is from Mosada Faulkner. Subject, Martin Duffy, Primal Scream, R.I.P. Message says, Duffy has been arrested enough times and done enough amazing stuff for a couple of episodes. See the following documentary about their Memphis recording sessions for details. That's pretty cool. I dig this. Uh, did he just die? I feel like I read something about this recently. or Not read, but saw a headline. I'll look into that, Masada. Thanks for the email. All right. Uh, Gilbert Brown is writing to us. Great show. Barry White, question mark, message says, been listening for a while. Love the juxtaposition on the subject and what was going on in the world at the time. I thought you had done a Barry White story, but I can't find it. Am I wrong? If you didn't do one on Barry White, are there any plans to do so? Um, yo, Gilbert, I didn't, I've never done anything on Barry White. That's a good idea. I think there's something scandalous there, though I am not sure. Um, but I'll look into it. I will look into it. Thanks for the email. Okay, this one is from Nick Burleson. It says, the lost episode in the subject. Message says, can you please fill me in on why the episode was alluded to in season one and never released? I'm a huge fan and have nearly everything he's released on vinyl and CD, but I love the stories and folklore around his music even more. I have to know what you discovered or if there's an article or some sort that you could point me to that might clear up what happened. I can't sleep. I can't eat. Please tell me what happened. I can't be the only one who has asked. Thanks, Nick. Well, Nick, sorry to tell you, I just can't tell you. <laughs> can't tell you, man. Uh, Chalk it up to the Disgraceland lore. That's where it's going to live from now on. Sorry, buddy. Okay, let's look for some more listeners here to respond to. Got lots of emails. I apologize, guys, for not responding to these. There's a lot. Okay, this one from Bill McGlashan. Hi, was turned on to Disgraceland by one of my patients about two months ago. And have, well, what kind of doctor are you, Bill? I got to know, man. Are you a psychiatrist? Are you psychoanalyzing people? Um... Are you a orthopedist? What a uh, dentist? What are you? Vet? Probably a vet. He's probably got his fucking pets in there telling him to listen to Disgrace. Okay, I, I'm digressing. Bill McGlasson says, hi. Uh, let's try this over. Hi. Was turned on to Disgraceland by one of my patients about two months ago and have blown through all content available thus far. Just subscribe to Badlands. I find the stories fascinating, especially after having grown up in LA and living through the Zodiac Killer, Manson Murders, Hillside Strangler. I had a classmate killed by those fuckers. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, Bill. Night Stalker, LA Riots, and more. Was hoping to see something upcoming for Little Feet and Lil George, perhaps Queen. Top five, The Godfather, Godfather 2, Apocalypse Now, 7, LA Confidential. Check out the book Swerve. It's nonfiction, but extremely interesting. And you can't go wrong with Elroy's The Black Dahlia or Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Keep up the great work, Rockarola. All right, Bill. Love it. I'm going to go backwards. Okay. Neil, Gaiman, Ameri Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Never read it. Met the dude once. 
The Black Dahlia by James Elroy. Fantastic, as is everything really from Elroy from that era, the whole uh, trilogy thing. Uh, Swerve, no idea what you're talking about, Bill. Give me some more info on that. LA Confidential, one of my faves. Seven, not one of my faves. I need to rewatch Seven Apocalypse now. Amazing. Bill, question for you, Bill. Have you seen the documentary uh, that Coppola's wife made about Apocalypse Now? It's fucking fantastic. Godfather 2, awesome. Godfather, of course. First great film. Uh, Queen, yeah, at some point. I got to let the Queen thing kind of like do its thing. Uh, we're, we're so close still to that that biopic that came out a couple years ago. Little Feet and Little George. Uh, yeah, maybe at some point. Bill... I love the way you, how you, I love how you contextualize your youth here in Los Angeles, man. Um, righteous. Uh, you went through a lot. Thanks for the email. All right, guys, you know how to email me, right? Disgracelandpod at gmail.com. Eat, be like Bill here. Don't, don't wait for your patience to tell you. Just fucking hit me up, okay? That's how you do it. And I'll respond in uh, next week's uh, mini episode here on Mondays. All right, my predictions, though, for next week. These are my predictions. Going to do these predictions, all right? Taylor Swift's Karma will overtake Morgan Wallen's Last Night for the number one song on the Billboard chart. And Jimi Hendrix will sadly still be dead. But, but many, many of you will have listened to him in Disgraceland. So there you go. All right, let's wrap this inaugural advanced mini episode up right now that we've set the week, we've advanced the week, we've set ourselves up here in Disgraceland. Let's wrap it up right, all right? Number one, get ready for Jimi Hendrix hitting your feeds tomorrow in Disgraceland. Number two, I've got questions, and baby, I am looking for answers. 617-906-6638. Here are the questions. What are your thoughts on Morgan Wallen? Uh, can you separate the art from the artist? Who are your top five hip-hop MCs? Who are they? Let me know. Next question, will my prediction be right? Will Taylor Swift overtake Morgan Wallen for the number one slot on the Billboard charts by the next time you hear my voice in this mini episode on Monday? 617-906-6638 with your answers on those questions and to let me know your thoughts on the Jimi Hendrix episode and or anything relative to the Disgraceland universe discos. Hit me. Hit me so hard it makes me fucking hurt, all right? Hendrix this week on Tuesday, after party with my interview with Foo Fighters Chris Shiflett this week on Thursday and we will be back on Monday with another one of these advanced mini episodes to kick your next week off to land this plane I am going to read to you the billboard charts from 1970 the year of Jimi Hendrix's death and away we go billboard hot 100 number one ABC Jackson 5 last week number one weeks at number one two weeks on chart Eight. Number two, Let It Be, The Beatles. Last week. Number two, Peak Position. Number one, Weeks on Chart. Seven. Number three, Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. Last week. Number three, Peak Position. Number three, Weeks on Chart. Ten. Number four, American Woman slash No Sugar Tonight by The Guess Who. Last week. Number five, Peak Position. Four. Weeks on chart, seven. Number five, Instant Karma, We All Shine On, John Ono Lennon. Last week, number four, Peak Position. Number three, Weeks on chart, 10. Number six, Love or Let Me Be Lonely, The Friends of Distinction. Last week, eight, Peak Position, six. Weeks on chart, number nine. Number seven, Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes, Edison Lighthouse. Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it!